Hello and welcome to the Passenger Podcast. So this is an actual movie review when I use that term because there will be spoilers and I'll talk about details of the movie Wonder. In previous episodes when I've talked about movies or books or TV shows, I didn't really talk about the contents. I would usually just connect it to mental health, but this is a little bit different. There will be spoilers. I'll talk about specific things that have happened in the movie. And this is a movie that has been out for a couple of years now. It was brought to my attention while at the hospital. One of um, the other patients suggested I watch it. And I was like, "Eh, you know, I don't don't know. Um, And what's interesting to me is the trailer doesn't really do it justice. From the, the trailer gave me the impression that, okay, there's a, a little boy with some kind of facial deformity. He's had all these surgeries and, you know, he's struggling for acceptance. You know, this is his first time at school and it's just going to be about that. And I couldn't be more wrong. And actually, I couldn't have a better introduction. I'm doing a poor job. To introduce anyone who hasn't seen the movie um, I couldn't have had a better introduction to it it was the patient that shared it with me had read the book had reviewed it intensely and had a really um, really good understanding of it um, and so it was I was like okay I, I need to check this out so I sat and I watched the movie and not knowing to what to expect outside of what I just said. Oh, it's, you know, little boy with with deformities, you know, some is this some, you know, overcoming adversity. You know, I had this kind of just thing in my head. And as I'm watching, I see a very thoughtful movie. One that the characters were very rich. And the connections were very pure and seemingly organic. It didn't seem contrived. I've seen movies where it's like we're all connected and it's and it feels forced. This felt very natural. And another thing that I immediately picked up on, the dialogue was very natural too. It sounded like kids talking. And Even with children's books and quote-unquote children's movies, um, there can sometimes be this element of this is an adult movie with kids instead of it being a kid's movie about kids. And I didn't didn't sense that. I, I sensed that these were, it was done from a kid's perspective as it should have been. It wasn't, it wasn't, um... It wasn't tainted by adults trying to crack jokes in between or anything like that. There was a, there's a pureness about it. And I felt like I was a fly on the wall or one of the kids at school. And I was just happened to be around the situation. So I want to talk about specific points in the movie that stood out to me and kind of tie it to some uh, development in my own life. So the first being the premise that the 
that the main character, I would assume Augie, he's the one that walks around with a little space helmet on. Um, the idea that he's gone through all these surgeries and he's had, he's had it pretty tough. Um, he's been homeschooled. He hasn't had much interaction with kids. And so there's, there's this fear of his first day and will he be accepted and everyone's going to stare. And that is a very, um, whether intentional or not, the fact that it's a facial deformity is very pivotal to my understanding of the movie because that's not something you can hide unless you have a helmet on. And that's literally what he um, preferred. He um, preferred wearing a helmet. And I think about myself, myself with um, mental health and it doesn't it does show on your face sometimes that's that's for sure but it's always that need to hide and not seem out of control and always try to stay in control and mask it you don't it's it's in a, a different way but i i i find empathy in someone like augie who there is no hiding. Even when they feel great about themselves, it shows um, their deformity. There, we all have um, some uh, some kind of flaw, and his flaws happen to show on his face. And so, um, the helmet was really, for me, pivotal to his character. And even the fact that his favorite uh, holiday, which would be of no surprise, is Halloween. You know, everyone, you know,'s face is covered, and everyone. And I and I think about the COVID stuff that's going on. Um, there may be some people who are ecstatic that they have to wear a mask for whatever um, insecurities they might have. So that's that's what I thought about as he's walking around with his little space helmet. Um, I love math and science. So that really stuck out to me in his sense of wonder. No, no pun intended. Nonetheless, he goes to school and there are like, uh, like peer mentors, um, other kids that kind of show him around and welcome him to, to the school. And, one of the kids, and I don't remember his name at the moment, but he's pretty much the bully of of the movie. And he made fun of Augie a, a lot and would encourage others to do the same. In contrast, there was a, another child by the name of Jack. They would call him Jack Will. And... He would hang out with the bully, but you could see he maybe didn't agree with everything the bully had to say. And you see there, the friendship between Jack Will and Augie develop over time. But what I love most about that is Jack Will had a, 
courage that I, I wish I had, even, even as an adult. He had the courage to see something that was wrong. Like it's, I don't think it's right for you to bully him or make fun of him. And then take action and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to befriend, um, Augie. And he set a really great example for his peers. And I thought that was very, um, even as a grown adult, it was, it was very admirable to watch, uh, a child go with their gut and not, not follow the opinions of others. And that he, that was very commendable. Um, with that being said, the movie was not just about Augie. And that's where I think the trailer kind of let, it really lets people down. It's, it's more than that. It's about the impact we have on others. And I think about Augie's mom, who was played by Julia Roberts. And she's brilliant she's a writer and all of these things and because of Augie's you know multiple surgeries and his needs she put her own uh, purpose on hold essentially or seemingly I should say Augie is of course her son and, and part of her journey and her purpose as well but it was the idea that her other interests were put on hold and everything went into Augie. And maybe that wouldn't be such a big deal if he was an only child, but um, Augie had an older sister named Via or Via. And um, she felt ignored by her mom, especially her mom, but uh, both her mom and dad, because Augie got most of the attention because of his medical condition and so on and so forth. And so the movie explored that and that really struck me because it was so unexpected. I, I often talk about not feeling seen, not feeling heard. Um, not feeling understood, hence the podcast. Um, and she really represented that well. Um, I think the one thing that I give her kudos for the character is she pursued her interests, um, and went for it. And instead I kind of held back and, and felt like, well, I'm invisible, so no one will see me doing anything, so might as well do nothing. That was my, that was my logic, and flawed logic at that. Um, so it was interesting seeing her uh, deal with being unseen, and she didn't handle it very well at first, and throughout the movie you see that improve but that was I thought it was wonderful that they highlighted that and it got even better it got even better the uh the daughter uh, via her she had a really good friend and they grew apart and 
She internalized why they grew apart. She took it personal. And the movie did a great job explaining, her name is uh, Miranda. The movie did a great job explaining that everything isn't about you. That's what I took from Miranda's part in the movie. You know, she was, they were best friends and always, you know, hung out and, and all of the other stuff. And when it all stopped, it was like, oh, it must be because of me and she doesn't like me and she's hanging out with other people. And, um, it did a great job of explaining why. And that's a stage that I'm working towards and I think I could relate to in that movie. Um, discussing depression, anxiety with friends and family. It's something I have been exploring lately. And so I could relate with Miranda as far as she explained why she was so distant and why um, she did certain things or didn't do certain things uh, because Baya was, she was internalizing why Miranda didn't call her or why she was so distant. And the movie, once again, highlighted that, that there can be outside factors. And there are tons of reasons why people fail us or don't meet our expectations. Never mind the fact that we, we, meaning, which includes me, needs to, we need to reevaluate those expectations on others. But nonetheless, there are tons of reasons why people fail us. And it's often not personal at all. And keeping that open line of communication will find that out. And they did a great job in the, in the movie showing that. There was another kid in the movie named Justin um, who ended up being um, the boyfriend, kind of playing like the boyfriend role. And he was also pivotal in the movie by encouraging accountability and being there and encouraging new things as well. And we need those people in our lives too. Uh, people in our lives that will make us step out of our shell, try new things. And he served a, a very good purpose in that, um, in that role. Now, something else that stands out, and I, it's, it's very interesting how they, they tackled it. They had a science project, and Augie's very good at science. He loves science. They had a science project where, you know, because he's so good at it, Jack Will decided to be his partner. Instead of being partners with the bully, he said, yeah, I'll be a partner with Augie. And they made this um, kind of like this camera booth I can't think of the name right now but what the camera does is it, the way it's set up you go in and whatever you're looking at it inverts the the photo or or in, inverts what you're looking at so it's just kind of like a uh, visual trick pretty much and it just kind of reminded me of a reoccurring theme lately about perspective about perspective and 
they were looking, you can see them looking through the lens and seeing something totally different. And we have to be that way with the people in our lives sometimes. We have to allow people to be seen in a different way. And that's been a reoccurring theme lately. Um, I've had conversations with people that I know and um, maybe, maybe this has happened to you as well where people won't let go of your former self. There's, they still think of you as a kid or they still think of you from the perspective of your last mistake or your last screw up and they don't see the, the overcomer. They don't see the person you've become. They still have that old picture in their mind. And all you want them to do is to see you differently because you have changed. Now, whether or not that's what the movie was going for is a whole different story, but that's what I took from that moment. He came in, you know, to, to school and everyone was so fearful of him and didn't know what to think. And suddenly that all changed. It literally flipped and he was now um, thought of favorably and liked. And the bully was was the one who had to apologize. The bully's the one who was seen as kind of people were disappointed in. And it was a total shift. It was a total shift. Now, going back to the daughter in the story, as she branches out and does new things, she joins a, uh, the theater club and takes a part in the play and does things that, you know, deserve recognition as well, just like her younger brother, Augie. And it was great to see the family rally around and support her and say, you know what, you, you're special too. I know your, your brother has some special needs because of his medical condition, but you're special too in your own way. And they did a great job with that. Now something, um, I was going to put this in a separate episode, but I think this is the right place to discuss it um, just because it's on my mind the the play that they did in the movie that the daughter was part of I I watched that part and it was the one part in the entire movie that I actually got very, very emotional. And I found if you would have asked me ahead of time, I, I wouldn't have thought that that would be the part of the movie. It would not have crossed my mind that I would get emotional when she's doing her lines in the movie. Um, pretty much in that scene, She's on stage and she's 
she's giving her last words. I'm, I'm not, I'm probably going to butcher any of the quotes. Um, if I give myself a minute to pull it up just so I get it right. But I was very surprised that that got me emotional. So I'm going to do my best to read part of what was said from an excerpt here just to get the point across because I don't want to butcher it and how it was actually explained. So in the play, Our Town, which is, that's the play that they were reenacting in the movie Wonder. I'll read it and it says here, before returning to her grave on the hill, Emily emotes, goodbye Grover's Corners, goodbye to clocks ticking and mama's sunflower and food and coffee and new iron dresses and hot baths and sleeping and waking up. Oh earth, you're too wonderful for anybody to realize you. Emily's impassioned speech is a response to her realization that she had not been aware of the wonder of life as she lived it. I didn't realize all that was going on and we never noticed. So I say that to say, that's the end of the quote. Um, I say that to say it's, um, it got me very, very emotional just to hear just to hear those statements and it harped on a fear that I had of myself that as I go through this depression anxiety um, that fear that I'll never quite achieve what I want to achieve and that I'll succumb to it never realizing the joys of life I guess is what I'm getting at and it was very, very surprising in the moment, but as I think about it retrospectively, it makes a lot of sense. As she was saying her goodbyes, um, I'm making all these changes in life and I'm assessing my behaviors and wanting a better quality of life because I found value and I don't want to, I don't want to keep missing it. Now I see it. I didn't always see it. But now that I see it, I want to, um, want to take part in life the way that I want to take part in life. And that's what that moment represented. And it was not something I expected to connect with but I did and I definitely didn't expect it to be in the movie that's for sure and there were other moments like that where it was really just challenging us to be us as a society us as humans to really really get past the surface level stuff. I mean, I don't need to, I'm probably preaching to the choir, 
we get very divided on very surface level stuff these past few weekends i think the reason i've enjoyed it is because the people i've been around don't seem to be swayed by the surface level things oh you you like tomatoes but i like oranges and um or this is my favorite well i don't like those oh we're not friends or they don't seem swayed by the nuance and seem to get the bigger picture and those scars on Augie's face those were the nuances that people get caught up in the political views the music taste the relationship choices the career choices the all of those things I can't hang out with so-and-so because they they're emo or gothic you know those those kind of like those high school cliques um or or because they they're too short or just silly stuff those are what Augie's not his scars he's not just you know his face he's a person and once they got to see that and they they looked past that there was that's where that's where everything went and improved that's where everything got better and i don't think we we as a society do a good job at that i know um i'd given up on that for a long time that people were not worth getting to know for whatever reason that it was um, not worth my time, to be honest. And I look at that now and it's sad because it shows I lost that sense of wonder. I wasn't like that as a kid. The cynicism, the pessimism that seeps in, that people are nothing but trouble and they're out to deceive you and they lie to you and they're just here to hurt you that came later that I, w I was not born thinking that way about people it the movie reminded me I lost that sense of wonder about life and instead exchanged it with fear and mistrust and who wants to stick around that kind of stuff it that that would make anybody run if they're if they feel in danger or if they um in in those circumstances i should say it would, it, it would make anyone uncomfortable and so um this movie put into perspective how why it's important for me to make the changes this it it's do i recommend the movie absolutely it was fantastic for a variety of reasons and you'll you may take something different to 
totally different from the movies. But um, it reminded me why I'm doing this work. It literally reminded me of that. It reminded me that life is, um, that there's, that there's, it's up to me to make life meaningful and get that sense of wonder back. And I don't, I don't know where or when I lost it or, you know, if it's, if I left it on a train or a plane or something, but it kind of inspired me to go get that wonder back. I had it at some point. I definitely had it. I lost it. And a lot of people lose lose it. And so um, there may be more a reflection about the movie. I haven't decided yet, but that's what came to mind. And that's what stuck with me after after watching it and I definitely encourage that you do the same and maybe other parts that I um, maybe want to dive deeper in and um, like I mentioned earlier you may also check out the book just to see if it provides any more context because that's great it, it was really really a movie that I needed to see even as a grown adult it reminded me how how much I missed that wonder that I used to have so that is all I will say for now as always thank you for listening